Welcome to the Mentor Forged Podcast. This is Cartwright Morris here. Mentor Forged, we're about the advancement of the young professional man towards lasting success and a meaningful life. And what the heck do I mean by that? Um, really, that's kind of my journey is really um, being in my 20s, um, putting the label on myself that I was limited to who I could become, what I wanted to do. Um, my calling was limited, who I was was limited. And yeah, it's an opportunity for me to provide insights for myself as well as from other people that have been there in their 20s early on that just had poor mindsets and it led to a pretty boring, miserable life. And so I'm here to provide interviews. I'm here to provide coaching and courses to help you just unpack that more and discover more of what you want to become, the unique journey you're on. I hope that anything you take from all these podcast interviews is each journey looks different. And if you try to make it like somebody else's, you're going to fail, you're going to be exhausted, uh, and it's just not going to work like you think it will. So, um, yeah, so I just want to go ahead and just say that. So please check out mentorforge.com. Subscribe to the email list where you can get up-to-date interviews. I have posted on now on my podcast, or sorry, on my website is my podcast the full layout of each interview, highlights, um, quotes, as well as some questions I can ask you, and also the YouTube page that I am downloading the full interviews, so you can watch them as well. Um, so let me just go ahead and jump in first thing with uh, Stephen Scoggins. Um, let me just give a recap. There's a lot to cover with him because, man, he had some really good Great one-liners, great quotes, things that he said was really powerful. So please go back, watch that interview. It's episode 45, How to Serve Others by Investing in Yourself. Um, Really great. I mean, just really good stuff. So really off the bat, you know, I ask, if you've listened to me more than one episode, I like to ask that first question. Yeah, who influenced you that really shaped your thinking um, especially in your 20s. That's I mean, just a, a great question that I, helps me think through, uh, really kind of kicks off the interview, um, and that we can, there's multiple ways we can go from there. So uh, really he talked first about his grandmother, um, that his grandmother ended up raising him and his brother uh, at nine years old, um, just things that happened in his family. He didn't go in great detail. Uh, uh, but... He, yeah, he talked a little bit about being raised at nine and then that she uh, actually um, left at, and she ended up passing away of cancer at 11 and just early on that, but she was such a stable force in his life. She, he really hit on that, um, which was good. He jumped back into minute, so minute three, uh, second 50, he learned about um, outstanding work ethic from his dad. I thought that was really good. And what was kind of interesting, though, is like he had that we, we can all like, you know, those of us who had good and bad fathers, you know, it's like there's always positive things we could take from our parents, even if they were like some for some people have horrible parents and some of us that really grew up with great homes and stable fathers. You know, there's there's always quality pieces, even as we're trying to dissect our upbringing and understand more of who we are. End of the day, we can all take positive, and I think that's what he did. 
Um, because I don't think I, I don't think I talked about it much in the interview, but he he had a podcast for many years. He the where he, uh, it was a very successful. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, I think it's homeless to business owner or homeless to something. But where there was a time in his life um, where he was homeless, he was living out of his car. Um. So anyway, yeah, he uh, let me get some water here. He. He kind of goes into that. That so his dad's boss um, was really his first big real influence, and that leading uh, to really his he kind of gets into that talking about him seeing a lot of himself and investing into him, and that's where like the the big quote that he talks about uh, the greatest purpose you'll have in life is serving the person you used to be, and that's where his boss Steve. Um, really started helping him uh, grow, impact. And like he kind of later in the interview talks about the difference in wealthy and uh, difference between a rich guy and a poor guy is not money, but mindsets. Um, but then he gets to a great piece of advice that, you know, I wish someone, it you know, I'm sure many people I'm sure did tell me, but I needed to probably put it and write it down, put it somewhere ingrained in me. And then I, I hope you take really for yourself today. And it was given by, which is so funny. He had a, his, the mom of his high school girlfriend, I think is what he said. Name, he, they had nicknames for each other, which is another funny little thing, but he called her Mama Wama. And uh, her best piece of advice, and it was like a, was uh, this too shall pass. And what comes next will be greater. I thought that was a freaking great line. This too shall pass. Pain, disappointment, hardship, hard times. If you really don't lean into the pain, but actually, well, you lean into the pain and you actually learn from it and grow from it, it actually is short. And greater things will come after it if you actually embrace it. And don't move away from it and avoid it or build up ha- unhealthy habits where you actually like living in pain and think it's the only comforting thing, which is that's unfortunately sometimes it is pain does do that. Um, becomes too familiar to us. Um, but I, I mean, I just love that piece of advice. So uh, then he jumps into uh, talking about the definition of a sojourner. He had a really a unique definition, and it was related to another uh, thing he said earlier. You know, the greatest purpose you will have in life is serving the person you used to be. So really, that's interesting. Things that you've gone through, really, how they, like how you grew from them, and you see that in someone else is really the best way to serve somebody. But he gives the definition of sojourner as a they have a key understanding. In order to serve the person you used to be, you have to continue to become more of who you are supposed to be. That's interesting. You have to become more, and more we, the more we grow, the realism, the more we have to give. I thought that's just a powerful little statement, and maybe cliche, but it's so freaking true. Um, you can't give away what you don't have, so. Uh, then by uh, minute 11, uh, second 10, he, he has the advice for um, people in their 20s. Um, he says, pay for things that create more. Become more of who you are. 
yeah, that's something that was interesting. Um, I thought pay for things that create more. It's like learning. It's interesting is at a young age, sometimes we become, you know, too cheap or we don't understand the value of a dollar and we just kind of pay for things that kind of just make us feel good in the moment versus actually paying for things that uh, bring value to us that actually will eventually come back and pay itself, you know, you know, 10, 100 times over. Um, very much a biblical concept. So learning to pay for things that create more in our life, that create value, it's really good. Um, by minute 12, second 20, he talked about being stuck to unstoppable, kind of similar uh, framework. Um, he kind of gets into... Uh, yeah, I think that's around where he he said the trick is to be teaching and learning from someone at all times. That yeah, just being in the in the position where you're actually teaching someone that um, very much in a similar place that you used to be, as well as learning from someone. You got to always be learning. The position of a of a lifetime learner is a extremely healthy yet humble position. If you can just live your life in that tension of humility and confidence that I am always a lifetime learner. That was, I thought that was a great line. Um, uh, then by minute 14, he, he quotes The Rock, which I lo- appreciate the reference. Um, big fan. Um, even before he's a movie star. I mean, clearly, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Um, man, I just... Cracks me up. Anyway, uh, yeah. What was the line he said about the rock? Oh, the rock said, "I, I, I just became, I just amplified more of who I was." Uh, I think that's super powerful in the context of like understanding what you're good at. Know what you're good at. If you could do anything to invest in yourself today, it's figuring out what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, what you, um, yeah, what your strengths are. Sometimes if we, when we find out our weaknesses, we can then figure out our strengths. And right now, you may not think it's a marketable skill, but one day it can be. Um, so yeah, I mean that was a that was a great line. Oh, and then by that's when it, okay, sorry, I kind of jumped ahead. So by minute sixteen, uh, second twenty five is when he said, "Be teaching and learning from someone at all times." Um. He kind of jumps back into this. He talks about his his own strengths assessment. Uh, you can find on his website. I actually have a link in the his page <coughs> on. Uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, I have a link in his page on the website that you can actually find that his strengths assessment um, that he talked about that minute seventeen because just the importance of figuring out who you are, what you're good at. Um, and he used a reference that I actually have a highlight on YouTube about that he talks, um, an interaction with a guy at a gym who's 22 and like all of us at 22 for some reason, like we think we got to find our purpose, our passion, we have to find everything at 22 and so our life will be set and it just doesn't work like that and he just had a great conversation of like, man, what he saw and him just being around him, working out at that gym for uh, for a, for over a year, 
he saw a lot of amazing things that are such a valuable skill and something he never saw. Sometimes you do need that outside perspective to see your strengths. So that's another quality thing to get around people that um, can call that out. Um, he talked about in, in by minute 18, um, second 12, seed, stock, and plant. Um, you know, there's planting of the seed, there's the stock, and then there's the planting. I don't know. You know, he had, his, he had a good analogy. I recommend listening to that part. So at minute 18, I can't remember exactly the analogy he used, but I liked it. Uh, by uh, minute 19, second 42, my identity is not tied to my mistakes. Dang, that is a great line. How many times do we think our behavior, what we do when we fail, that it is so wrapped in our identity that we can't get out of our own way? Our identity is set. It is eternal. If you believe that sort of thing, that it like it is not up to us who we are. We are created beings. We are an idea before we were born. So therefore, to think that I, my failures in this life could somehow change that, it is nonsense. But we can learn from our mistakes and actually discover more of who we are through our mistakes. As if we could just somewhat embrace failure as a positive thing of understanding who we are and not avoid it or be so down about it. It's just like it's just nonsense. I, I can't remember how many hours I wasted just beating myself up. It's just such a waste of time. Um, there's a, yeah. I mean, it's like it makes me think actually. A positive thing that Tiger Woods learned from his dad was, hey, get mad about the mistake, missing a putt, whatever. Stay right there in the moment. Get pissed about it, and then be done with it. Move on. Like I think that's very true. Like we gotta like we can be pissed about it. Don't deny the pain. Don't deny the failure. Like, but leave it where it is. Learn from it and then continue to move on. So uh, by minute 20, second 25, uh, he talks about three questions to sit down and ask yourself as it relates to you understanding your strengths, you understanding you how to invest in yourself. Please check out those questions. Probably the big one is, what do I want? You know, that's a, that was a great question. Like, sit down, write it, figure it out, have pain over it. Don't be afraid that if you don't know the exact answer at the exact moment, figure that out. That's part of understanding your strengths. Um, uh, there was something really else. Oh, yeah, and then he, he actually said that kind of an offhand question. It's like, what legacy do you want to leave? And it was really powerful. I was like, if you if you die tomorrow, what legacy are you leaving? A legacy is meant to outlive you. He he was very much he hits on that later. It's really good, really powerful. <clears throat> um oh, another great one-liner he did at minute 24, second 15. Limitations are as big as your choices. Meaning what we choose to do, how we choose to live our lives is what limits us. We choose to think and live bigger, our choices towards our life, make our choices and our expectations of what really, at the end of the day, what God can do, right? Then, yeah, we invite a lot of amazing things. We are limited only by our thinking. Um, 
for the most part, right? <laughs> There's always that caveat. But I think we, we, we do, we are definitely much more than we think we are as human beings. And I think we do limit ourselves. And it does sound cheesy, but it's like the reality. Yeah, it's like tomorrow I'm not going to go play in the NFL. It's just not possible. But I, by my thinking, I've limited what I can do in this life for sure. Um, and the earlier you address that, the more you actually can do. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm, so I, I kind of figured out through our conversation that he's a Christian, and he was very much a positive, like, that is very much part of his being a business owner was, uh, or is, sorry, to be a great Christian leader, business leader. And so I kind of had to ask him the obvious question. Um, what, like, I really, like, give me insights to what it means to be a Christian business leader today. Because I feel like we as Christians have just abused that. We just we have no idea what that means. Uh, and so yeah, he just started unpacking it, and it was really good. That was actually a good little leadership lesson in general. So I, you know, even if you aren't a Christian, I recommend checking that out. Um, he talked about what he needed. He, you know, he said he made a lot of mistakes. He failed a lot. You know, he was an intense guy, so he would just run over people, and um, they never really people he. Never, they never really understood the positive thoughts they had about his employees, and so he said he went on a journey of figuring out what greatership leadership is. Um, I have this quote um, in his bio page. I needed to find out what great leadership could be if I didn't hold myself back, meaning getting in my own way. Thought, yeah, so I definitely check out um, at minute 28 him talking about being a great business leader, especially as it relates to being a Christian. Um, by minute 34, second 20, he just kind of said the obvious um, leadership 101, your team is always watching. Uh, you know, he, we talked about the reference of Jesus that probably the disciples, or actually, truthfully, like disciples learn mostly from watching him than actually listening to him. Actually, they didn't really even get a lot of what he said in the moment if you if you read the Bible. Um, <clears throat> so as if you're a leader, man, realize your team is always watching. That's leadership 101. They learn more from what you do than what you say. Golly, how many times is it like said, but yet so many people miss it of like mean what you say and say what you mean. Like do when you say something, actually back it up with your action. Actually mean it. Don't just say nonsense. It's like granted probably this day and age because of technology and social media, we just hear that freaking more and more. I'm so sick of hearing politicians and people in the media just say a bunch of nonsense, but they have actually no backbone to like live it out. Um, and that's not a political statement. That's on both sides. Uh, FYI. Uh, by minute 34, 56, almost by minute 35, he gives his advice for 25-year-old self, and it's just focused on right priority, and that right priority is legacy. How do I leave a legacy? Um 
Yeah, and then yeah, and then he ends on um, if you read this in time, actually the event starts today. He talks about transfer you event. I'm sure he'll have it again. Um, but yeah, check out stevenscroggins.com for transform you uh, live. It it is a webinar. It is a live event via virtual. So please, uh, yeah, if you you still got a chance, if you listen to the next, uh, I guess six hours, you're welcome to jump on that. So it's a, it's a Friday, Saturday and Sunday thing. So, um, yeah, so that was all my thoughts. Uh, I mean, really just a couple questions I thought about, you know, off the bat, who have you surround yourself with that have influenced your thinking? Think about through that who, and especially in a positive way. Uh, number two, who have you, uh, how have you created value in yourself this year? What have you done to really create value? Um, uh, you know, what, what things that you buy, has it created more in your life versus, you know, you just bought something as is, uh, you know, and that could be related to simply to like physical health, like to help you sleep better. That could be, um, you know, buying healthier food, or that could be something that's related to your business, your finances, um, to your spiritual health. Yeah. So anyway, there's something about money that is it is very amoral, but there is something when we steward it well and we use it for thing for to invest in ourselves that is really powerful. The return we get. Um, uh, yeah. My last question: How are you amplifying your best qualities about you? Yeah, how are you amplifying those? Um, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, I think that's all I got. There's just a lot there, and I, I recommend y'all go checking out this uh, episode 45, Stephen Scoggins. Check out stephenscoggins.com. Uh, a lot of great resources, a lot of things he's doing to serve other people. So um, check it out, and I'll see y'all next time.